Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. Hi, Mago. Hi, Emmo. <laughs> Good to see you. It's been kind of a little bit of a storm getting to this microphone today. Yeah, you were a little stressed, but yeah, I I, had, I stayed calm over here. You and Nathan were both my voice of calm today, so that's good. Because first this morning, someone tried to hack my Instagram account, and not gonna lie, I was moments away from total mental breakdown. I'm sure I don't cry, yeah. but I was about to burst into tears because yeah. all I could imagine was that all my nine years of pictures were gonna be gone. I started Instagramming. Like the day we brought Penelope home. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? No, I can't. It was like I was panicking. Yeah. But thankfully Nathan stayed calm, immediately got on and figured out how I could get it back and we got it back and all is right with the world. And here we are and we get to see each other. I know, but then I wanted to set up to record and that was a whole thing because my office where I normally record with you, we should probably... I'm going to take a screenshot because we should show people how we record. I mean, I don't know if this really shows. <laughs> okay. So Mego and I, we talk to each other on FaceTime and we have ear, what do you call these things? Earbuds? These are called wireless headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so we can hear each yep. other talking and then we both record ourselves. And then. It's, it's kind of an ordeal to it, set It's up. an ordeal and it's the magic of Jeff that is the only reason that it unites into something that makes any sense because we would have no idea how to do this. Totally. But I had to totally move my setup out of my office because the kids are going to go in the pool and Nathan has the pool heater on and the pool heater is extremely loud. So just threw me a little bit, a little off-centered right now. So where are you? Tell the people where you are. Um. <laughs> so now I'm in my closet, which is actually... Not a small room. <laughs> no, it's probably larger than my actual bedroom, your closet. Oh, no. Not than your bedroom, mm. but I think it might be bigger than your office. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to send you some measurements. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, this is not a small room. Most of the time, podcasters record in their closets because they're small and it gives them good mm. sound. But this is, I have a very large closet. It's the reason it's hard I'm life not. you live with that loud pool heater and that large closet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sad life, I lead, isn't it? Very grateful for all the things. Anyways, okay, so here we are. We made it. All right, what are we talking about today? Um, today we are going to talk about our five favorite things. Well, I mean, like some of our five favorite things. We have some categories we're going to shoot. Through. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, let's start. Let's just let's just hit it off with number one. Number one is our favorite vacation. Oh, see, this is a great one because. We can't actually travel anywhere right, right. now, so right. we can relive our favorite vacation. Well, actually, or where we want to go. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with it. Well, that's a good question. I was going to ask you what where, what direction did you? We didn't give each other any parameters for this, really. So nope. What did What did Do you want you me to share? share? Yeah, you share. Okay, I'm sharing. I I actually found this quite enjoyable to relive this vacation, but um. My favorite vacation is when Pete and I went to Paris. So we've actually been, we've been twice together 
Uh, we went for the first time in November of 2001 because it was right after 9-11. Oh, that's so Pete and Mago. I forgot that it's, you did that, but that yep. is so Pete and Mago. I remember he – I was working in human resources. I remember he called me and he's like, tickets to France are $99 because of 9-11. And I was like, book it. And I was like, wait, what about getting time off work? He's like, we'll figure it out. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> So we went and it was so fun for me because Pete lived in France for like six months. I don't know, something like that, six months when he was in college and he speaks French fluently. And so it was just so fun. It was like, it felt like such an insight into him because he loves it there so much. Um, And we stayed in this, we found, this was like, this is impressive because this was before Airbnb or VRBO or any of that. And so somehow... Pete found this little, it was, it's called the Louvre Loft. It's like this little apartment and it was the cutest little thing in the best location. We just, of course, it's Paris, so you walk everywhere. How but, did you um, find that? I don't know. <laughs> mafia connections? I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> another story for another time. But um, anyway, so we went in November of 2001 and then he took me back for our anniversary in March of 2002. Do you remember that? No, I don't yeah. remember that it went that close together. Is that when you saw Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I saw Kelly. Yeah, I had a yeah. friend living over there at the time. But anyway, so we, when we went back in March, we stayed in the same little apartment. We stayed in the Louvre loft oh, again. So and fun. it totally like, like felt like our only place. like five months apart. I know. And we had gotten married. We got married in March of 2001. So he takes yeah. me for my birthday the first birthday we're married, and then he takes me for our first anniversary. Oh, wow. It's been all downhill since then, huh? Yeah. Why would you set that bar so high? <laughs> Seriously. Well, obviously, so, anyway, kids. I love Paris. Well, we were supposed to be going to Paris this summer, my husband and myself, because it's our 20th anniversary this year, but I've never been there, and now we're not going to be going there either. So. Yeah. Well, you should probably wait. Maybe maybe we're meant to go together, the four of us. Oh, maybe. Nathan's got this whole trip planned, but it includes some bike riding, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to tell uh, that bike riding story someday. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyways. Anyways, okay. So Paris. So Paris is your favorite vacation. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm sad. I actually, before we hopped on, I looked to see if that place was still around so I could link to it, and it's not. Oh, bummer. But don't worry. There's plenty of other beautiful apartments that we would happily rent. Well, and now should, there's a should lot we get of over there again with Airbnb yeah. and VRBO. Um, I have two answers, but they're both going to be short and sweet. But um, I took it as family vacation, my favorite family vacation, and then my favorite me and Nathan vacation. So okay. your family vacation is really anything like spontaneous road trip. I love, we love road trips. I mean, they're not as fun with Penelope and Georgia <laughs> as they were when we just <laughs> Not had gonna lie. He is a great road tripper. They're not, not as great, but I just, I love a spontaneous vacation so, so much. And a few years ago, let's say it's probably like five or six years ago now, Nathan, um, it's hard for us to plan vacations because his job is very demanding, and he doesn't always know when it's going to be a good time to go on vacation. And so one year, he called me from work on a Tuesday, I think it was, and was like, hey, I can take next week off. Let's go on vacation. And I was like, okay. And so it was so last minute. I figured we had to drive somewhere because we didn't want to spend the money on last minute airfare. And so I like 
searched. I am not kidding. I spent like three days solid searching on VRBO trying to find a place we could go that we could take our dog, that we could drive. It was driving distance that um, had some kind of water because we wanted to be able to just like stay there and enjoy the time. And it was the summertime, so it was hot. And I started searching like in key places in California that I thought we would want to go. And then I couldn't find anything. So I just finally searched the whole state of California, came across this listing in the city of Auburn. Now, if you don't know where Auburn, California is, welcome to the club because I lived in California my whole life and I had never heard of Auburn, California. Yeah, but but we're, we're Southern California yeah. girls. There's like a line. I know no geography above a certain line. It's totally true. But it's also like not a vacation destination. In fact, Hannah, our nanny, she went to college in Reno and she said she was driving with some friends up in that area and she drove, they like drove past Auburn and she was like, oh, Auburn, oh my gosh. Cause she has been to that vacation oh. house with us. Were they and like, ew? They were like, why did you vacation in Auburn? She was like, it's oh. Auburn than it sounds. But anyway, so I found this vacation house. It was this beautiful home on 40 acres of land with horses and it had this private little lake and totally we were like let's do it and so we went and stayed there it was heaven on earth we loved it so much it was the most restful relaxing vacation I've ever had we totally fell in love with the owner who also lived like on the property but in a different house and um ended up going back every year we loved it so much we took friends with us and then last year finally Uh, Mago and Pete were supposed to come with us and we were gonna go the Larsons and the Blakeleys and we had it was like it was on the calendar no it was booked I had already paid for it and they sold the house we knew it had been on the market and we were super sad that it was even on the market but it had been on the market for like a year and so we were just hoping no one would ever buy it okay well funny story there is that we were together when you got that call we were yeah and I legitimately thought someone in your immediate Uh. family was dead because your reaction was so <laughs> That's what it felt like. Intense. I, I know, but I was really so holding much. my breath there for a minute. We love that house so much, <laughs> and it has so many wonderful memories for us. Every year, the first year that we went, it was just our family. But then the second year, we took, like, my extended family and then um, and Kiana, one of our babysitters. And then we took, like, the Bennetts and then the main – like, a bunch of our friends came with us. And one of my really good friends from high school, who's also named Megan – she lives in that area, so they, her and her husband and their kids would always come and visit us while we were there, and we had such wonderful memories there, and so it broke my heart that we don't ever I get back. Know. And, and we hadn't really gotten sad. to go the year before that. I forget why. And so we hadn't been in two years, and we were, like, so excited about it. Anyway, any kind of spontaneous family road trip, but now I'm currently in search of our next vacation home because I don't want to buy a vacation home. I just want to rent one. But I want it to be one that we can, like, go back to because we love Well, it. we do have a both our families trip scheduled for this summer in I know, I'm Utah. Worried. We're not going to be able to do that. So we're I'm, I'm holding out hope because uh, okay. both Pete and Nathan love to fly fish in case anyone was wondering why we're going to Utah. <laughs> well, we also love Utah. Both of our daughters were born in Utah. I don't think I've ever said on this podcast that my daughters are adopted, but I assume people oh. who are listening know Surprise. that. So. Anyways, yeah. Okay, but then really quick, I'll just say my favorite, me and Nathan vacation. We went two years ago, I think it was now, for our 40th birthday. We we are three days apart, and so we turned 40. And so we went to London, 
And it was the first time I'd ever been out of the country besides Mexico. And oh my so gosh, fun. it was such a dream vacation. I absolutely fell in love with London. I want to go back there 900 times. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have enough time in London. And we went out to the countryside and, and did the Cotswolds, which was unreal, like out of a storybook. And then we went down to like the southwestern part. It was just dreamy. The whole vacation was amazing and rainy and cold and dreamy. And we hiked in the rain and very it looked amazing. Oh, loved it so much. I, I was so proud of you guys for doing that trip. That looked so fun. Yeah. It was kind of spontaneous too. And because like, we were planning to do a 40th birthday party. And Nathan was not so into the birthday party idea. And so he called me one day from work and was like, how about instead of spending money on a party, I take you to London? Oh, I love it. And it worked in my favor because London was a lot more expensive than we do. The party we was. do have big plans for Blakely's and Larson's go to Europe. That yes. will happen. It's I have happen. no doubt. Maybe it'll happen post-COVID and we'll get a really cheap vacation. Pete and I were going to sleep last night and I was like, I am shocked that you have not pushed me to travel somewhere internationally because it's so inexpensive right now. I know. I can't believe he I'm very proud of him. Bored with the $100 round-trip flights that I tried to get you to come on to come to California <laughs> for all four of you to come. Well, if we're going to risk our lives, I think he'd want us to go somewhere other than Orange County. I think, you know, That's he'd want to go to some, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Crete? Crete? Malta? Where is Crete? Like he, I've never even heard of Crete. He wants to go to all these little islands like in the Mediterranean. Oh. You're going to learn listening to this podcast that I am very geographically challenged in case you didn't notice yeah. that from last like, week's – was that last week when we talked about your trip to India? Anyways, okay, let's move on. We need to Bangladesh move on to was in Thailand. Yes, that was – Okay. Yeah, right. A great moment. Do you want to introduce number two? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just dwelling on what a great geographer you are. <laughs> Okay, number two is our favorite Instagram account. Okay. Are you going to limit it to one? No. (laughs) You're such a rule breaker. (laughs) Okay, well, I only have two, really, with a bonus third. Um, But my one that is my never miss a stories from Instagram account is Chris Loves Julia. I talk I about them a lot. I knew you were going to say that. I, I would know. have fallen out of this chair had you not if said If it wasn't, Chris loves Julia. Chris loves Julia. I them so much. I'm a little stalkerish. Um, but they are a DIY couple that really they've kind of they've kind of graduated from – I mean, they still do a lot of DIY, but they're really talented. So it's hard to call it a DIY because he's extremely skilled because this is what they both do for their full-time jobs is they run their Instagram account. They have a blog. Um, so basically full-time they're renovating their house, which just sounds like the most dreamy job in the world. Like, how do we get that job? I want the full-time job of installing Ikea PAX closet systems where I just get paid to do that all week long. Every yeah, day. I'll, I'll fly you out when I'm ready for that. Okay, cool. Um, but anyways, so they are really good at the DIYing and they, and then they just recently moved into a new beautiful home in Idaho and they're renovating the whole thing. It's gorgeous. So pretty. Oh my gosh, renovating the windows. whole thing. And they are using a lot of professional help in this renovation. But it's so fun. They have amazing taste. And they're just really cute. I really like them. They remind me a lot of me and Nathan, I think, is why I like him so much. Like, he has a very similar personality to Nathan's. Um, she's not nearly as obnoxious as I am, but. He's um, a little more handy. He's a little more handy than Nathan. 
Oh. I, I mean, I'm trying to keep that quiet. Yeah. But Hopefully Nathan won't No offense, part, Nathan. Good Lord. God, if we <laughs> – to do like a spoof of me and Nathan being Chris loves Julia and how different the the uh, outcome of those would be. Yeah, you. Would I love need, my husband. You would need a third person in the mix who does all the DIY actual stuff. I love my husband so much, and he's good for so many things. But the thing that I'm most thankful for is that he knows when to call the professionals. Uh huh. It's a good skill. It's a good life okay, skill. So Chris loves Julia. Love them. Um, my other one that I don't miss the stories from is Sinclair and Moore. Do you follow Sinclair and Moore? No. <gasps> Sinclair and it Moore. It's Moore is M-O-O-R-E. I think that was his wife's maiden name. He is a wedding coordinator and he is just like the most incredibly talented person. And he puts on these huge, lavish, very, very expensive weddings. Like for instance, last summer, they put on a wedding on an island in the state of Washington, like off the coast of Washington. It was the whole island. It was like oh, a you showed empty me this. They island. had like the the origami or wait, what did they have like yeah, swans? They or had something cranes, hanging? paper cranes. Cranes. They had like thousands and thousands of paper cranes that they had strung at the top of the tent. But they they took over the whole island and they like built a venue on the island. It was an empty island, and they put up. Like tents for the wedding, obviously, but they also put up yurts all over the whole island to house. Oh yeah, we were talking about this. Yes, it was unreal. because we were we were laughing. I said it's the opposite of the fire festival, right? <laughs> right. Like totally. it was, you know, yeah. you rent an island and you actually turn it into something great, and you actually and you actually have luxury for your guests. So yeah. Anyways, he's really <laughs> talented. Um, I bet that's inspiring to you because you are always wanting to plan a second wedding to the same man. Yes. Well, and yes, I'm waiting I have for that a to happen. Pinterest account called my second wedding to the same man. Um, yeah, and I I used to want to be wedding. Do you remember that I wanted to be a wedding planner when we were in college? Yes, of course. Yeah, and I I actually one summer tried to get an internship, and I considered changing my major to event planning. There was like a hospitality major at Cal Poly, and um, I should have actually, but um, I one summer tried to get an internship in wedding planning, and everyone that I called was like, don't do it. Run. Don't even think about having this Well, you know, I dabbled. I did I did two or three weddings. Do you remember that when we first moved here? Oh, because Pete was photographing them too, wasn't he? Well, the first one he wasn't photographing, it was some friends of my sister-in-law's and they asked me to do their wedding and I did. And their wedding was really fun. It was up in the mountains. It was beautiful. It was at this lake house. But then I, but then yes, I Pete um, did wedding photography for a while, and he did it for this couple that lives in Aspen. I mean, gorgeous venue, um, and they did communion, and I forgot to put the um, wine in the like the chalice, like the communion oh, cup. No, and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. That's the thing. Well, I I I used to be an event coordinator, not a wedding coordinator, but an event coordinator, and. That was the thing. I just – it was so stressful. I had one – Oh, but you'd be so good at it. I had one event where this woman was spending $14,000 on her husband's birthday party. It was his 40th birthday party. And I was like – I mean, this was when we were like young and super broke. And I mean, I think that's a lot of money to spend on a birthday party no matter what. But even mm-hmm. back then, I was like, holy crud, who has $14,000 to spend on a birthday party? And the night before the event, I was trying to go to sleep. And I realized that there was an error on the – time that the caterers were supposed to arrive 
And this is like, this is in the like shadowy part of my oh brain, my but I'm vaguely remembering this. Yeah. And I like looked at the contract and it said the time they were supposed to arrive to set up was the time that they're actually supposed to be serving. Ooh. And so I was freaking out and I couldn't get a hold of anybody because it was late at night. And I left like a thousand messages on every person in the company's voicemail, basically. And it ended up being not a problem at all. They were like, oh, no big deal. We'll just change it. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have ruined this woman's party. And now she spent $14,000 on nothing. So that was enough for me to call it quits on the event planning. Well, bonus info, guys, in our event planning careers, you know. Yeah. That's just that's just some bonus that material was bonus for you. Footage. That was bonus footage. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, and then I was just going to say, um, when I was getting on my phone to find Sinclair and more and see how more was spelled, um, I happened to come across on my explore feed. I am Max Greenfield, which Max Greenfield is an actor. He's really funny. I happened to come across his Instagram and I started watching it and it's all these videos of him trying to homeschool his daughter (laughs) because of quarantine. And it's freaking hilarious. So go watch those. You won't regret it. All right. We'll have to link to that. Yeah, we'll link to all those things. Okay. Okay. That was number two. I think we're being long-winded. Like, we I, we just can't get away from it. We're just a little what? long-winded. Oh, talking too much? Yeah, but it's okay. We're doing fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're okay. good. Okay, mine are um, – well, I actually – I have a couple, but they're in the same genre, so I felt like it counted as one. Oh, but my favorite, well, look at you. I know. <laughs> Pot kettle. <laughs> okay, my favorite is Good News Movement, which I don't know oh. if you know, but I actually – you posted in your stories, you posted something yeah. from them a long time ago, and I clicked on it, and it took me over there, and I've been following it ever since. And I am not – like, I'm not an LOLer. Like, I don't typically <laughs> laugh out loud at TV <laughs> or movies. I laugh out loud at you. Oh, I do. Pete and I do. You and Pete do. And uh-huh. actually, that's one of my favorite things about Pete is that he LOLs a lot. I laugh out loud every time I go on to Good News Movement. And like I love looking at it with my kids. It's all – imagine that people have – that they're aware of this account. But if you're not, it's just like little happy like news videos or um, sometimes there's just funny memes. It's been especially fun during the quarantine. They either make you laugh or they make you cry. Yeah, they just feel good. Feel good. They feel good. And they make you LOL. Yeah, it's been especially good during this quarantine season and all the stuff they've been posting. It's always like the first thing that pops up on my feed because I've been looking at that a lot. Yeah, they're on their A game right now. But my other two are just similar ones. Have you heard of Magically News? No. So it's it's just similar. Um, It's M-A-J, which I don't really like. Uh, I really don't like misspelling. Yeah. You know, with intent. I don't like that. But um, (laughs) there's one... Recently, if you go, it's Magically News, and there's one recent one where a grandma is seeing her granddaughter, like, through the window because she hasn't seen her in weeks, and her granddaughter's probably, like, 18 months, two years old or something like that. I wept. Aww. It's the sweetest thing. So it's all all just feel good. You'll laugh, you'll cry. And then there's, um, I found another really funny one recently called My Therapist Says. Oh, that sounds really entertaining. Yeah. It's just funny memes so they're all they're all kind of the same but if you don't follow any of those okay. check them out these are good we just gave people some great new accounts to listen to or watch or both okay number three is what is our favorite household chore mm. 
because our lives are so exciting. We're talking about <laughs> our favorite household chores. I feel like this has evolved over time, but what's your favorite household chore? Um, hands down, I love it so much that it doesn't even feel like a chore is cooking. Oh, well, that's, yeah, I don't even consider that a chore. But, but a lot of people do. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like yeah. a lot of people hate cooking. I, I'm just saying it didn't, it hadn't struck me as a chore because I don't think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. we're similar this way, but I absolutely love cooking. I love when I can like stop whatever it is I've been doing all day and switch gears, maybe pour some wine, mm. start cooking yummy food. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. I cook a lot of like Asian, like Thai and Indian. Like I'm, I'm pretty adventurous. And I think I'm a pretty dang good cook. You're a really good cook, actually. Well, so are you. Well, thank you. I honestly think you're a better cook than I am. And I um, really enjoy eating your food. Oh, that reminds me. I need your mushroom soup recipe. Oh, okay. I'll send it when we're done here. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Um, Yeah, Mega's a great cook. Okay, well, my favorite household chore, which I think is going to be an unpopular um, vote. I think I know what it is. Folding laundry. Yeah. Is that what you thought? Uh, well, I thought you were going to say ironing, but same vein. Oh, no. I, I don't iron as much as I used to because I've just been lazy. Well, especially now in quarantine, obviously. But I do like to iron. But, no, I like doing laundry. And it's new that I like doing it. Um, it used to be, like, my absolute nemesis. And in my old house, I had – my laundry room was, like, at the end of our hallway upstairs. And there was a – there were cabinets all outside of my laundry room. And – they were always covered in laundry. I called it Laundry mm-hmm. Mountain. It's true. Always. I never put my laundry away. It was just like we would dress in the hallway because that's where the laundry was. It was lazy. I like I was never on top of it. It was. So what changed? Well, I'm telling you, I think what has changed is the location of my laundry room. Uh-huh. Because now, no joke, the main reason I bought this house is because. My laundry room is connected to my master closet. It is her giant closet that's larger than my bedroom. It is amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. And it's the best feature. And it's just so convenient now. And it's downstairs because my master bedroom is on the, on the, what do you call this? The first floor? Main floor? (laughs) (laughs) Ground level. I think that's what I was looking for. Ground level. Um, (laughs) Going up. Anyways, it's just really convenient. And so like... In my old house, if I was, like, downstairs, and I'm like, oh, I've got to move the laundry over, I'd have to go upstairs to move the laundry over. And I hated it. And now it's just right here. It's very convenient. It's easy to do. It's right off my kitchen area. Um, So I think that helps with me moving stuff over. And then the main thing is I have stopped combining our laundry with the kids. Mm-hmm. because Didn't I tell you to do that? I believe I did. I think did. you did. Yeah. I think that was your advice. They're, they're, the girls and Bo's rooms are upstairs. Bo does his own laundry. He's been doing his own laundry since, like, second grade. It's one of the things he likes to complain about a lot. So his laundry separate anyways. But I always was doing the girls' laundry with our laundry. But now that their room is upstairs, it just made more sense to do theirs separately so that I can take the basket upstairs and fold all the laundry upstairs. It has been, like, life-changing. You're welcome. I'm so happy. Yeah, it was great, great advice. Well, when you don't have to do the extra step of sorting – it really goes a lot more quickly. Yeah. It feels more doable because if I want to do the laundry for us, it's only like two loads for me and Nathan. Right. And I can get it done so quickly. And then I don't feel like I'm having to do it all at one time. And then same with theirs. Theirs is usually like three loads, but still 
it's separate. And so I'm not feeling like I need to do eight loads of laundry all at one time. So mm-hmm. oh, it's amazing. And I, I like order from chaos. So like to have a big pile of laundry and then fold it all and make it pretty and put it away. It feels so good to me. So plus you can't, you can't beat a chore that you can watch TV while well, you do it. That's the other thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Or even sometimes I listen to podcasts, but yeah, that's, it's a great excuse to get to just veg out and watch a TV show uh-huh. while I'm folding my laundry. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there on my list. Number four is your favorite day of the week. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I like this because there's a good reason for why we have our favorite days of the week. Okay, Go so my, my normal favorite day of the week is Wednesday because in our house, that is the only day of the week that we don't have after school activities. So it just feels like such a free day. Like I, it's the only day I can actually cook mm-hmm. and like cook a regular meal. Because I have your time. You're not running around. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, and like, we just get home. We don't have to rush home from school and we don't have to rush to have snacks after school. And it's just so like, ah, and it's, I love that it's in the middle of our week. So it like gets me through to the, through the last half of the week. So definitely Wednesday. But right now, because of quarantine, my favorite day of the week is Saturday because I'm getting like, no help with the children all week long and I'm with Mm -hmm. them all day long Mm -hmm. which I honestly am really enjoying but it's just like Wednesdays is no longer my break day (laughs) no Wednesdays are a thing of the past right now yeah yeah who knows when we're gonna have a good Wednesday again I know I just told Pete um today that I will not have I wanted him to realize that I will not have a regular work day with my kids at school till mid-August and it's mid-April right now so yeah, that's, that's hard. That's a little hard, hard to wrap my brain around. We're like, we're September. My kids don't go back to school till September. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be sure to rub it in. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, my favorite day of the week. Maybe they'll change it this year. Maybe. <laughs> Give us some bonus weeks to make up for all the non-learning these children are doing. Seriously. Okay. My favorite day of the week is Friday. Um. Mostly because we have a – well, first of all, Pete likes to blast. Um, do you know that it's it's Friday song by Rebecca Black? She's like no. this – Oh, my gosh. I think so. Well, I'd sing it for you, but <laughs> last time I listened – I listened to our last podcast and I sang and I said, maybe you shouldn't sing on there. Oh, my gosh. Go, which one? I don't remember that. Um, I don't know. It was some interlude that I added. Oh, that's amazing. I yeah. love it. Um, Okay, so we, you know, we start with the Friday song. It's tradition in the house. And then oh. it might even be close to a year now, but every Friday night, pretty much, we um, do movie night. And I do homemade pizza, which is so easy. It's such an easy meal. Yeah. And we, love doing um, pizza. we do movie night. And so we rotate through the four of us who gets to pick. Mm-hmm. And no one is allowed to complain about your pick. No one's oh, allowed to like even comment on it or be like, oh, sound of music. Like no one's allowed to say that. <laughs> what was your last pick? My last pick? Um, oh, I did say anything. Oh, yeah. You told me you watched that last week. Yeah. Oh, did they like it? They did. We had to, fa- you know, my kids are in middle school, so they can handle, they can handle most of the, of the unfortunate language, but we, you know, we had to forward through the, the car scene. 
Oh, I don't even know. It's been so long since I've watched that. That's the problem with movies like that is that I wouldn't remember when there were scenes that needed to be fast forwarded. Yeah, Pete, Pete has the kind of memory that he'll just jump up and he'll he'll know oh. it's time to fast forward it or he'll be like, kids, close your eyes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we we love movie night. We did it last That's night. That's fun. I love family mm-hmm. traditions like that. We watched um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So we're just really oh. like we started watching that with Bo a couple weeks ago. We didn't finish it yet, but oh my gosh, that's that is a tried and true that I feel like really holds up with a lot of bad language. I like to glare at Pete when he oh, has bad language. <laughs> Even I though I watched it on TV when different. I was younger, so I didn't like it was edited. Yeah, is it's great. The kids liked it. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, number five is. This is my favorite one, actually. I'm really excited to get to this category because I okay. have a good answer for it. Uh, number five is your favorite underrated TV show. Okay. You look so excited. Do you want to go I first? Love, I love TV so much, Megan. Okay. Let me let me give mine and we'll end with yours. Okay. She yeah. Can hardly contain herself. I wish you could okay. see her face. Okay. So <laughs> I, I took this underrated to mean something that we loved that most people don't know about and mm-hmm. that is it's on netflix it's called marcella I have you like, seen it oh i this is like it's not new right it's kind of older it's not new it there's been there have been two seasons of it and they're releasing another one this summer okay i watched i think one episode of it but i i never finished it. see underrated you got to go back and watch it so it's it's pretty dark it takes place in london marcella yeah. is this she's like a um, she's well. She's young, but for some reason she is retired. But she's like a investigator, <laughs> and she goes back because there's like this serial killer that um, yes, yeah, is like terrorizing London. I don't know. It, it didn't sound like something I would love, but I loved it. In fact, the first season, it's just very, very binge worthy. Like they just they they get you on the episode, you know. So you mm-hmm. just click next, and there you are watching. Seven oh, hours of yeah. TV. I'm gonna have to watch but that. the first season it was on, so two years ago, our kids were um, at camp. Mm-hmm. And they, they went to camp and it happened to fall over the 4th of July weekend or 4th of July. And so we spent the whole 4th of July, the literal day, watching Marcella. Because <laughs> we didn't have our kids. So we didn't have we didn't have the pressure to like make it fun or anything. Yeah. And we just, we binge watched Marcella. And then we watched oh season God. two last summer and then it's coming out again. Oh, so it is still going. Still going because she hasn't found the killer yet. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it. I'm excited about it. It's dark. I'm warning you. It's dark and it's a a little violent. So if that's not your thing, don't watch it. Dark is fine with me. (laughs) Yeah. Dark doesn't usually bother me. Okay. What's yours? Okay. So mine is not not a dark one. So here you go. If you don't like dark, I have the lighthearted CW series because – I always love a good CW series. Um, do people know what the CW is? Is that still around even? I I mean, I do, but I don't I don't know if it's still around. Who knows with the way we stream TV these days? I think it is. I don't know. Anyways, um, you know, the CW is where like Dawson's Creek was and oh, I think like Friday One Tree Night Hill. Lights was a CW. Yeah, One Tree Hill. Yeah. yeah, all those good ones that you love. Anyways, um, so mine is Heart of Dixie. Oh, I haven't seen I haven't on- watched that. You haven't? No. I'm going to write oh it down. My God. I'm watching it right now again. Is it? Is I, it H-A-R-T, right? Yeah, it's H-A-R-T because it's about Dr. Hart. Okay. And it's with Rachel Bilson of the OC fame, which 
we loved the OC in our family, um, mostly because that's where we live. But it was funny because on that show, the OC, they spoofed this company. Um, and on the show, it was called the Newport Group. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Anyways, I'm going to say it. Ooh. <laughs> it was called the Newport Group. And um, it was a spoof of the company that my husband actually works for, which is called the Irvine Company. Um and this is Heart of Dixie you're talking about. Accurate. Um, yeah. Right. No, no, no. That's the OC I'm talking about. Okay, That's back Rachel to Heart of Dixie. Started. Okay, sorry. I don't mean to confuse people. Okay, Heart of Dixie, also starring Rachel Bilson, and um, Scott Porter, who is the guy that was Jason Street on Friday Night Lights, if you loved Friday Night Lights. <sighs> That's a great um, show. Yes. And then Jamie, what's her name? Jamie King? Jamie King. Um, anyway, they're the stars of it. It's so cute. It takes place in this little town in the H-E-A-R-T, Heart of Dixie, but it is called H-A-R-T oh, uh, because goodness. her name is Dr. Hart. And Don't worry. We'll, we'll clarify all this in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's this New York City doctor, spunky little doctor, and um, she ends up taking this job offer from a doctor in Alabama and um, to be like a general practitioner because she's trying to work on her bedside manner. And um, ends up moving to this town, and it's all about like the city girl living in this little southern town. But it's where, so do, cute. where do where do I watch it? On Netflix. Netflix. It's, okay. it's only four seasons. It got canceled because it was one of those CW shows that couldn't keep up. And it's so cute. I was really sad when it got canceled. Um, but I don't know. I love it. I love those shows about the little town. Like, I loved Gilmore Girls. Did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Of course, I watched Gilmore okay, Girls. That's so- I want to live in Sleepy Hollow. And that's how this town is, too. It's called Bluebell. It makes you want to live in Bluebell. It's so stinking cute. And the people are adorable. And I just, like, I completely daydream about small town living. But the thing of it is, I don't think small town life is actually what they, what it's like on TV. Because I don't think they wear, like, designer clothes. Probably a good guess. And... (laughs) talk about the stuff they talk about and so i just don't think i would actually really like small town life if it was real yeah. small town life the people there really they just want to go to target and have yeah. a good restaurant yeah like yeah. The, the people in those small town shows are always happy with like the crappy diner totally on TV. and they like and they like they dress cute and they care about like <laughs> stuff and i don't think that actually <laughs> Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I just don't see this being reality. I feel like in a small town like that where there's nothing to do, they're getting into trouble. They're not actually, like, putting on the town parade. You would just wear yoga pants if you lived in a small town. Oh, you don't feel, did you say you don't feel like they're always putting on a parade? Yes. They're always putting on a braid in Heart of Dixie. And, like, they're all dressed up and their hair is all done. And, like, I just oh, don't know happens so in a real And then, like, you know, Gilmore Girls are always having, like, a festival in the yes. town square with the gazebo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's... There's always stuff happening. They, they also have a little – it's probably the same set. They have a little town square with the gazebo. And, yeah, it's always – something's always happening there. Or at the Rammer Jammer, Gosh. which is the I, bar. I think you should go, you know, um, on the road and – See what it's like <laughs> in the south. In you would you would suck at that. <laughs> I don't think you could do it. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. I want. Oh, maybe this should be a topic for another day. But if I ever won the lottery, I would, like I say, I would want to buy like a big plot of land 
and build a little town on it and move all my friends to it and make my own little small town that <laughs> could actually be like Bluebell. So basically you'd make a great cult leader. I Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all I got for you on that one. I love it. That was fun. You need to watch it. You need to watch Hard Dixie because you'll really I like do. It. I wrote it down. It. I wrote it down real okay. quietly so that my pen wouldn't. You know, be picked up by my mic here, but it's down well, there. Heart of Dixie today, and I actually I've never watched the OC. Oh, you haven't? No, I don't know if you can watch that anywhere. We'll have to find out if you can watch that online because it's a good one. All right. Well, now I've got two shows to binge this week, so I'm excited about okay. that. Okay. Well, um, I've been getting um, text messages from Nathan this whole time telling me to get out, and my time's up. Okay. So I think I'm going to find out what's happening with my family. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And while you're over there, please give us a five-star review. Also, give us a follow over on Instagram. We are at 5thingspodcast. That's the number five things podcast. If you have any topic suggestions, we would love to hear them. So send us a DM through Instagram and we'll try to get you on the show. That's right. It all would not be possible without the help of Jeff and Taylor over at Good Ear Audio. You can find them on Instagram at good underscore ear underscore audio, and they can help you with all your podcast needs. We'll meet you back here next week.